Scott's 2022 outfield rankings are live. Let's talk about them next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, November 4th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's take a look at the top five ranks. Fernando Tatis is up at the top. Then we have Juan Soto, Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, and Mookie Betts. You'll notice Ronald Acuna is not on this list. We'll talk about him in just a little bit. But Scott, Mike Trout. Where are we at? He had a calf strain this year. He was supposed to miss six to eight weeks. He wound up missing the entirety of the season. Had some weird random stuff with the strikeout rate, ground ball rate. Uh, where are you on Mike Trout? Well, I still have him slotted here to be a late first rounder. I don't know that he's going to go in the first round of every draft, but I, I think that's I think that's being a little unfair. I mean, the, he's obviously had will have had plenty of time to recover from this calf strain. It's not the sort of thing that needs a surgical intervention or anything. So I I expect it to be a non-issue heading into next season. And while Trout doesn't run anymore, and that keeps him out of, you know, the number one overall discussion in a five-by-five league, um, never in his injury, never with any of his other injuries that we've seen in recent history, have we said, okay, he's not worth drafting in the first round anymore. It's just with this calf thing. That's the first time it's come up that people have said, hey, maybe he's not worth drafting in the first round anymore. And I, I think that's putting a little too much emphasis on that injury. He's still the best hitter in the game, in my opinion, when he's able to take the field. So late first round seems right for to me. All right, six through 10 at the position. We have Kyle Tucker, then Ronald Acuna, Luis Robert, Cedric Mullins, and Starling Marte. Ronald Acuna tore his ACL back on July 10th. And normally for athletes, recovery timeline, nine to 10 months. There was a video that surfaced uh, during the World Series where Alex Bregman was talking to Ronald Acuna. He asked, how are you doing with rehab? When do you expect to return? Ronald Acuna said May. And as a result of this, Scott, you are a little bit more nervous about Acuna. Yeah, I am. I mean, I I had him ranked second among outfielders behind only Tatis, second overall pick. My thinking was, okay, um, you know, he, he recovers from this torn ACL. He's ready to go in spring training. We, we get we get the assurance of seeing him play and play well. And we're able to kind of just put the knee injury behind us. It's going to be a non-issue once we see him on the field. But if if he's aiming for May, the guy himself who's motiv- more motivated than anyone to come back as early as possible, if he's only aiming for May, I presume we're not going to see Acuna at all in spring training. And if we're not, if we don't get that visual confirmation that he's okay, it always leaves open the possibility of a setback. We saw so many players' timetables get moved back this past year that um, um, makes me gun shy. I mean, even coming back in May, you're talking about missing a sixth of the season. Setback pushes it into June or even July. Uh, it's going to be hard to invest a first-round pick in that. So I'm moving him more to the second-round range. Just behind Ronald Acuna, you have Luis Robert and Scotty. I am excited about Luis Robert. All aboard the hype train. He hit 338 with 13 homers and six deals in 68 games this past season and just made uh, tremendous uh, uh, jumps in, in his skills. He lowers the strikeout rate. The line drive rate goes way up. He's 24 years old. It seems like everything is there for him. He just needs to now do it over the course of a full season. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the the improvement of strikeout rate. What do you from year one to year two? I, I don't think I ever imagined Louis Robert striking out as infrequently as he did this past year, and it really changes my perspective of all he could be. I, I think there's clearly top five potential here now because we know the power is big. We 
You know, he can run. If you're if you're talking, you know, he's not going to hit 338 again. But if you're talking a 290 potential outcome for the batting average, um, that's that's somebody to to get excited about in round two for sure. All right, let's move on to 11 through 15 here, and that is Whit Merrifield, Aaron Judge, Yordan Alvarez, Teoscar Hernandez, and George Springer. Springer was great this year when he played. The problem, he only played 78 games. Like Mike Trout, he deals with a lot of just nagging injuries that add up over time. Why did you wind up ranking Springer behind names like Judge and Yordan Alvarez here, Scotty? Well, it's a really close group that of players that I think have a similar outcome. Uh, George Springer's injury risk feels feels the greatest among them. Uh, and Aaron Judge has made some improvements as a hitter that I think maybe gives him the most upside of this group. So that's why he's number one of them. Uh, Springer bringing up the rear here. But it's it's they're, they're all comparable. And in fact, in terms of head-to-head points per game, Springer was actually the best of them the past, this past year. His 3.64 points per game were better than even Kyle Tucker's. Now, obviously, 5x5 five five context, you you want the steals that Springer's not giving you. But still, that, that goes to show you he's still a second-round caliber bat if he is able to take the field. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. If you enjoyed the pod, please leave a five-star review on Apple. We'll be back again on Tuesday morning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.